Watch the man who rode you Switch from sails to steam And in your belly you hold the treasures You have ever seen Most of them dream Most of them dream Yes, I am a pirate What's up, Bub Pirate Nation? Extended intro there for you. <laughs> What's up? We got Chad on the line here. What's up, Chad? What's up, boys? It's been a long time. It's been a while, December yeah. December 20th, I looked it up, was the last pod, so it's over been... Yeah, over a month. Wow. Well, we had one in there that, that uh, didn't happen, right? Was that the December uh, 20th? Or? I'd say that was the second best podcast okay. we've ever done. <laughs> it <laughs> happened. I listened to the whole thing. Oh. Except I couldn't hear you guys. Yeah, you actually did. You went through it and listened to just you and Jay. Almost the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the what was the, our best one was Jason. That one didn't happen either, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so two of our best ones uh, didn't make it, but we'll see what we can do about this one tonight. This is uh, pod number 40, though, again. Oh, Super Bowl week. Super Bowl week. Um... What's up, guys? You got a best of, or you got a, on this day today, or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Hold on. <laughs> That's right. Happy 36th birthday, Justin Timberlake. Uh, here's another birthday. Turning 40 today, Scandal Star, Carrie Washington. She turns 40. You like that show? You ever watch it? I've never seen it. Just it, previews. It is not good. No. Like only girls like that show. <laughs> <laughs> Likely. Uh, a few football birthdays today. Mario Williams. Wait, was that Bills. for our black audience? She's black, Mario. right? <laughs> we, we might have something something later for the black audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Super Mario? Yeah, Super Mario. The guy who got drafted before Finley Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vernon Davis turns 33. Clack, clack. Yep, the older brother of Vontae Davis. Yeah, what happened to that? Uh, how much money did Under Armour lose with that? Maybe they made money, I don't know. Uh, very good baseball player. Tommy LaStella turns 28, mm. the reserve player for the Chicago Cubs. I was going to say, not very good. <laughs> Uh, Nolan Ryan turns 70. There's, so there, uh, there's a legend. Yeah. Very good. And player. a couple of baseball legends for the black audience. Number 42, Jackie Robinson's uh, wow. birthday. And also, nice. Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks. I did birthday. see that. Today. Both have deceased, but great, Rest in peace. great baseball players, great human beings. A uh, couple more on this day in 1999, Family Guy premieres. Wow. So that show has been around for a long time. 18 years now. You can have sex with Family Guy now. <laughs> legally, so look forward to that. <laughs> and finally, on this day in 2000, a fight between Ray Lewis and his companion, companions uh, the script club. against another group of people results in the stabbing death of two men resulting in the indictment of Lewis for 11 days on murder and aggravated assault charges. Who done it? Yep. It wasn't Uncle Ray Ray. <laughs> nope. Ray, nah, Ray just According saw who to did the it. Law. So, so yeah. Was that in Atlanta? Is that where that was? I don't know. I just know. I remember a limo. 
most likely. Yeah, I mean, most best, best place for strip clubs. Up so. in the velvet room, getting <laughs> fucked up. Magic City every Monday. Yeah. And that was on the stick. All right. So what's next, Joe? You got the, you got the uh, schedule for us? Um, you just want to get into awards right away? Oh yeah, awards. It's award season. We got a little Oscar music for you. Don't worry, no political uh, affiliations on this channel. Unless we get sponsored by Culligan and, you know, <laughs> shout out. So what award do you want to do first? We're going to go through these much quicker than we did the last time, too. Um, GM of the year. I think everyone had the same last time, right? Wait, what's that faint sound I hear? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think you got it, Nighty. Um... Right? Is that what everybody oh, yeah. had? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, how so, about, you want to keep going on that one or what? Yeah, so just another award okay. for Nighty. He's going to have the trophy, the, yeah. another trophy that we might get to later. I forgot about that. We haven't oh, decided. Oh, yeah, no one decided on forgot that. forgot it right. hasn't happened yet, what we did yeah. a couple weeks ago. Continue. Uh, most improved GM. I went Nighty on that one. He went from 13th to 1st. Uh, I picked Rick just because he actually responded to text messages right. and phone calls for trades in a timely fashion this year. Congrats, nice. Rick. Who you got, Chad, for most improved? I have Chafe. Uh, I thought he drafted really well, traded, had some solid trades, um, ended up winning our division when he had pretty low expectations, and uh, he's still pos positioned pretty well for 2017, so solid year for Chafe. Same here. I picked Blaine as the most improved. He came in. I didn't think he was a top 10 team, but squeaked his way into the playoffs, uh, did a good draft, made a good trade, coming in with a really good asset next year too. So, yep, Chafe, good work. So, uh, next award is biggest disappointment. Did we all have the same for this one? Yeah, I mean, there's two teams that <laughs> really stick out. Jay. Yeah. 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 Jay and Wendell, yeah. I think everyone's got. Yeah. Um, how about best trade? Most lopsided, I guess we said, too, huh? Yeah, I think you got to look right away at those uh, big trades. The one, Jay, you paid 75, 75 for Zeke. That's a lot of money, and you missed the playoffs with it, so you'll be able to get a little bit of cash in the offseason, I'm thinking, for bucks. him. 20 bucks. You heard it here first. 20 on, bucks. On the block. What you guys you got? Any other trades you thought were lopsided? It wasn't lopsided, but I love that Jordan Howard mm -hmm. for DeMarco deal. Um, I thought, I mean, it positioned both teams real well. Both made the playoffs. Um, took 90 to the championship, but also uh, won shape of division and also got him a nice little asset uh, for the coming years in that Hoosier running back. Uh, it's the same one I had. Uh, DeMarco, I think he was RB5, and Howard ended up RB10, so... Um, none really stuck out to me as being lopsided. A um, couple of, that were in the running already mentioned was the Zeke trade, 150 for a almost unkeepable guy. Um, it's a Jay, big, big Jay's chunk. shaking his head over here. <laughs> and then um, I didn't mention this this one on the last one, but me giving up, I think it was 62 for Marvin Jones. Mm. Uh, I barely started him the rest of the way. He was so bad. Yeah. Um, he started so really think, hot, didn't he? I think it has to be considered. Yeah. Yeah. Led the league in receiving first three weeks. Yeah. What is he? He's a five dollar keeper next year, or is he one? He's still cheap. He's still cheap, but I mean, at this point, I don't. He's yeah. not really a 
He's a, a mystery. Keeper. Like, how much do you pay for him at draft? Will right. he go for what, fifteen or something? I don't know. Byron, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'll, go, he'll go in the teens. Yeah. Uh, speaking of draft, how about best draft? Yeah. So we discussed this about midpoint yep. earlier in the season. I took Sam. I'm gonna stick with that, even though he didn't make the playoffs. He kind of got some bad luck. But yeah, Sam had some good picks. He had a. Uh, What's your name? Chargers. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon. he picked. He yeah. picked uh, Christine Michael before he lost his job. Blount. He had Blount for Blount, 15. Yeah. Christine Michael. Christine Michael. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with Buzz. Yeah. That's, pretty much scooped, I, that's pretty much what I He scooped Jimmy had, Graham on the cheap, too. Yep. Jimmy Graham was productive in the first half. Yeah. Uh, Jafe had a decent draft as well with Mariota, Pryor, D-Jax, uh, a couple others. So those two had really good ones. Pryor is the debate of the offseason. That's the guy I see everyone debating on Twitter about how much is he worth, uh, what do you want to give up for him. So it's early. And what does Chafe have him for, $8, something like that? He's going to get franchise tags, supposedly. I don't believe it. But He's still wearing Cleveland Brown sweats uh, in all his workout videos, so I think he wants to stay there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> A little scoop I just saw on Twitter before the pod started. Carson Palmer has put his house on the market in Arizona and has also pulled his kids out of school. So you heard it here first. I on think the he Cuddy, Cuddy's going there. Uh, yeah, what was the other thing I've you saw heard, too, Yeah, right? I've heard Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. They've looked at him. Him and the Browns. The Browns Jimmy and G Cardinals on the block. At Jimmy G. Uh, what about most excited, most excited manager to watch it, uh, in 2017? Jay? You remember? You got it? I'm, uh, here we go. Yeah, go. All right. Think uh, about it. Buzz for sure. Uh, he's got. <laughs> yeah, go Buzz. Uh, great assets. He's got a you know, two of the top five uh, assets with Odell Beckham and what's he got? Oh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Both An- of them. Antonio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Low budget. budget. Low budget. One twelve. One sixty eight. So he's gonna have to trade some guys away, but. I have a feeling Buzz is going to be a competitor next year, but it's going to take some thrifty moves. Um, I had I had Jason just because everyone always says he drafts really well, which I kind of agree. Seems like it at the time. Uh, he's got a nice budget, two ninety six and two eighty four. Uh, I want to see what he does with it. And then also my runner up was Big Dog, uh, just because he has a hundred and one hundred and twenty five. <laughs> And he has uh, he has Dak for seven dollars. So, uh, Jay, did you come uh, up with somebody? Yeah, I, I remember who I had. I had Wiggs uh, because Wiggs finally had some money. So I'll be interested to see what he can do with that. Also, semi intrigued by Fart Byron. Uh, got Jay Ajayi. Got a couple other low money guys, uh, and he's not all the way in the basement for once. So yeah. I think uh, he might be able to do something. Oh, he's going to be pissed when he hears you say that. He's got 244 and 212. Don't shortchange me. Oh, seven's rolling. Byron and I made up later, by the way. We did a couple, oh, the, uh, yeah, a couple kisses. Yeah. Oh. You know, we're back. We're back. Oh, seven back intact. Dad, what about you? I'm what most you excited to see what Wendell does. He's got 393 yeah. and 330. And he's also got some cheap options if he wants to pursue those. Devontae Adams, Buck. Um, Pro size five bucks. Jarek McKinnon, if AP leaves, are only fifteen bucks. Martavis Bryant, two bucks. I mean, he could go. He could go cheap with his keeps and just Drag. come in with a fat wad. But we'll see. We'll see how the uh, keepers shake out. If that makes sense for him or not. Yeah. 
I think it's sometime in March we find out about Martavius Bryant and his future if he's uh, reinstated. Yeah. yeah, I think he can apply for reinstatement in March. So we'll see what the NFL has to say about that. Mm, GM of the year. Does anyone, anyone have anyone other than that, that faint sound? Yeah. No. Not Chad? Nope. He's uh, one seed. He was the champ. And he also made league history with the top come record of all time. Oh, wow. And called his shot pretty much the whole yeah. season, but he did that, yep. you know, every season. Yeah, he does that every season. year, though. He's been the fantasy champ for four years in a row. Yeah. Let's see. Most improved. Uh, I had Nighty and Jimmy. Nighty went from 13th to 1st. Jimmy went 12th to 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy's in a good position, too, with Bell still. Yeah. Bell got one more year on that contract. We'll talk about that soon, though, too. What do you want to do? you want to do? Where are you at now? Mm, biggest disappointment? No. Are we running this all back again or what? I say I think we hit those. Oh, did we? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I I didn't scroll down far enough. My bad. All right. <laughs> so we want to talk about. You want to talk all about right. the rules? Yeah, you want to do your rules, Chad? Sure. All right. Uh, let's see, right now I got Hold tight. Oh, we got intro music. We got intro music. You think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down. Rule breakdown, motherfuckers. All right, so we got a couple things uh is going to bring up here. and I guess we're going to figure out how we're going to go about doing it too, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, – I think I'm going to do it all online on a Google document. There's a Google Forms that you can do like a – just a vote or – Right. I think everyone can just log in like they would at Google Sheets or whatever. But yep. uh, anyway, let's just run through. Is, There's is, seven seven items we're going to vote on. Is Wigs going to be available to uh, be online and actually can uh, participate in a spreadsheet? He, he uh, could mail you his stone <laughs> tablet. Uh, yeah, snail that'll mail. work, I guess. Yeah, just let him mail in, mail in for you. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Stone Absentee tablet. <laughs> Absentee <laughs> ballot. All right, number one is standardizing the schedule. Um, <laughs> I think I mentioned before that I think I wouldn't be surprised if this passes uh, unanimously. Right. But anyway, this would get rid of the schedule draw. Um, oh God. <laughs> we would we would still rotate the uh, non-division matchups the same. Um, basically, it, it would depend on uh, your seed that you finished each regular season, and then it would just spit out every year right. based on that schedule. Yeah, I like uh, pretty straightforward. It's a lot like the NFL does. Don't they do uh, yeah. strength of schedule from yeah. the previous season? Yeah, I like that. Seems like to make makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense, yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, a league setting, decreasing the time on waivers. So uh, the way Yahoo words this is kind of weird. They label our current rule as two days on waiver when, um, let's say, Wednesday early a.m. when your your waivers go through. Right. Uh, whoever you drop is not available till Saturday. Uh, pretty much seventy-two hours. Mm-hmm. So three—it's technically three days. Uh, I'm proposing to move that to one day. So anybody dropped Wednesday a.m. is available Friday a.m. If you drop someone else again, they're available Sunday before kickoff. And that's where it's really gonna 
uh, come into play is those guys who are dropped during the waiver period that someone else wants to pick up. You don't have to wait as long, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, unless unless uh, what do you, sometimes you can you can block a player. Right. You can block someone, just pick them up, hold them for a day, drop them. Uh-huh. Kind of le- defense. Right. It kind of lessens that. So. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. The next one has to do with the offseason trading. Uh, there were some c- complaints last year when we were starting at midnight. I guess we're getting too old in this league. Um, so a couple options here. We can just change the time only. Keep it July 1st. Move it to the evening. I think Jake mentioned that last time. Just move it to uh, 6, 7, 8 o'clock, something yeah. like that. Uh, the other option is to change the date and time. Uh, we could do closer to training camps, which would be mid-late July. Mm-hmm. We could also change it to be, you know, weekdays only, say, first Friday in July. Do it the evening as well. I think, um, yeah, I think the big complaint was just everyone having to be at a bar until midnight, at least the indie trade group. <laughs> yeah, uh, I get it. We were just, I think we were just sitting around waiting. Uh-huh. I was ready for trades. We were just nine. ready for it to happen. <laughs> at least it was NBA, it was NBA draft night. Yeah, it was NBA night. draft night. <laughs> Good, that helped out. <laughs> Yeah, just maybe nine o'clock yeah, even. Eight or, eight or nine o'clock would just, be nice. We can get together at seven or eight, dick around and start going and so we don't wait out until two or three in the morning. Right. Uh, the next one But sometimes that's S- fun though too. The uh, the next one had to do with the post keep deadline. Uh, we're kinda of relaxing the rules on uh, if your keeper's teammate would go down. Right. It came up this year when Buzz had Diggs and uh, Minnie lost Teddy. Right. I think it was right after we finalized Keepers. Yeah, it seemed like, um, it was like the right next around day. the next yeah. day or something. So, yeah, basically we would just be including a teammate into the same rule. Um, which, would have to yeah, take, not, which would have to take like a common sense ruling. Right. right. We, we kind of went, I played devil's advocate a little bit. when You said like, a, you know, someone's guard goes down and yeah, you does that affect? Running back or right. anything, or the I, receiver. I think it'd probably be okay so long as like someone in the league doesn't cause a big fuss. If someone's like adamantly against it, then maybe put it to a league vote. But otherwise, common sense would probably rule yeah. out with those things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that. Uh, we can move on. Let's see. Next one I've got is reducing the points awarded to the team defense for a special teams touchdown. A um, couple reasons I wanted to put this up was, first, a special teams touchdown gets counted twice. Yep. The individual the individual gets credited for it, and then um, the, team defense the team defense gets a full six points. We only award a defensive touchdown four points. So... Um, the options here is to keep it as is, six points, reduce it in half to three, or award no points. And that's just get, for team defenses on return touchdowns. Is, right. Right. Yeah. Punt return, kick return, touchdowns, crediting your team defense. Yeah. And um, basically, and that's what's the argument there is people don't want – uh, you don't really pick a defense based on their special, special teams, teams and how much right. they're going to score. Like maybe back in the day, people would pick the Bears because of Hester back there, but not not as much anymore. Big, I guess. Do- big dog didn't pick the Vikings for Corderell Patterson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs for Chase. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you choose to cut it in half or just get rid of it? I'm all for lowering defensive and kicker scoring. So whatever. Yeah, I would say, I would say to make it zero. I mean, it just. Yeah. Again, I think it's you pick defense for defense, not for defense and special right. teams. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Um. Next couple have to do with the kicker. Uh, we're gonna do a question on a question on reducing the kicker scoring penalty for a mi- missed extra point. Uh, currently, it's negative two and a half. Uh, that's the same penalty we had when the PAT was a gimme. Yep. It's now a what thirty-three yard attempt. And a lot more misses. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Maybe even a prop bet for the Super Bowl. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I think the uh, percentage of the PAT has dropped from, like, 99% to 94%, which is equivalent to, like, an extra 60 kicks or something missed. So the other two options I have is to reduce it to a negative 1.5, which is the same as a missed field goal from 20 to 29 yards, or negative 1, which is the same as a missed field goal from 30 to 39. So... then the last, the last one I got here is simply, should we remove the kicker position from right. the league? Yeah. Um, I put two, two options here, two options here uh, besides the as-is option with leaving kicker. Remove it completely, or yes, I want to remove it, but only if we add another roster spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, that, if that gets a heavy amount of the votes, we'll... Yeah, we'll discuss it. Yeah, but that's all I got for the rule rule <laughs> the, changes. I think the kicker is one of the rules that most people are going to look at. I don't know. It seems like the, the more controversial. Yeah, it's the one that uh, you know. It's it's the biggest variance, probably. I mean, scoring. Yeah, it, it's someone tough could definitely do some research on it, but it's tough too because um, for me, I'd be answering this third option. But, I, but then again, I don't know what the best answer is for the the extra roster spot. Yeah. Do we do an extra IR guy? Mm. I think that would have the least ripple effect on like keeper values and stuff. Uh, do we add an extra bench? The downside to that is it's thin already. You're, you're, yeah, you're taking 16 extra guys away from the waivers. Mm. And then if you want to go extreme and add another starter, that's going to have a huge impact. Yeah. It's something people need to throw around a little bit because... Yeah, I mean, we're going to need yeah. opinions from everybody, I think, to kind of see what people are thinking. Yeah, I want to get rid of the kicker, but I'm also scared. Like, how is it going to affect scoring? Like, 100 points isn't that pretty number anymore because people aren't going to reach it as easily. Yeah. Maybe now you'll know, like, 100 points is a bigger deal if you take away the kicker. I don't know. Is he muted? Oh, yeah. You're definitely yeah, it's tough. Yep. Um, is that the rules? I don't know. Is that it, Chad? That's all. All right, so you're going to put something together and send it out to everybody, and we'll figure out how we're going to go yeah, about that, doing that. Yeah, that'll be coming out soon. Um, a couple other things I want to mention, future changes to consider. Um, we're kind of constrained by Yahoo's settings right now, but right. Uh, in the future I'd like to consider customizing the tiebreaker uh, doing the come standings as the main tiebreaker, yep. point second. I think the division record's kind of a shitty tiebreaker. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaybird would have won the D-Gens had it not been for the division record. That always messes um, up the projections, too. Yep. That's something, Couple others. That was another rule was the, the cup. What, did, what to yeah. do with the, the original trophy since we got the new one. So we had three options that we wrote down. The first one goes to the best cumulative record winner, which, of course, is the Cum Cup. Yep. Uh, the second choice would be Battle of the Classes, which it could go to the winning class, but who holds it then? Uh, you got to go by like best finish or something. Pick your representative. Or yeah. just pass it around. Yeah, pass it around. And then uh, the uh, third choice was the Consolation Championship, which would have go to the new uh, father of two, the yeah. new father of yeah. two, Jason. Congrats. So, yeah, those are the three options. Benny Rens. Benny. What do you think, Jay? What, what would you do with the trophy? I mean, obviously, I just like the sound of cum cup. Uh, yes. So that's yeah. why I lean. But, um, but I also think consolation would be pretty nice. Yeah, I think consolation for me probably. Because it would be someone probably different because yeah. cumulative, there's a better chance. You're going to get both. Yeah, someone's holding yeah. two trophies, whereas consolation, you know, it's going to someone different. Yeah. That's, that's something to vote on, so look forward to that voting for sure. What else you got, Chad? There's only been uh, there's only been one champion who's finished one in the cum rankings, I think. That was 90 this year. Okay. Then maybe I will yeah. vote for cum I'm cup. I'm checking on it. <laughs> maybe cum cup is good then. Uh, yep, that's confirmed. 90 was the first okay. cum champion to win. To sweep, sweep the, the real cum champion. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, the other, the other couple things for future changes. I would like to do scoring by position. Um, just one example would be changing tight end to full PPR, mm-hmm. leaving the others at half PPR. Uh, kind of the goal with that is to even out the supply and demand between positions. Yep. Just make it. Does it seem like this year, especially, uh, we had we had a ton of wide receivers kept, right. and then like the top twelve running backs were kept. You know, yeah. I think uh, I think that kind of makes the draft less interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that would. What do you think that would? What do you think that that would do to tight ends in the draft? You think that makes them more valuable? Yeah, it makes for sure. Go. It definitely makes them more valuable. Yeah. Tight ends are the uh, weirdest thing in the draft. Like, it's yeah. so strange the prices that some of these guys go for. Like, uh, at the draft this past year, I know Jordan Reed went for forty. Right. But then who was the next up abo- up there with them? Was it Kelsey? Kelsey. How much was spent for Kelsey? 20? I think he was around yeah, 30? 30 bucks maybe. Yeah. And then everybody else was under yeah. like around 15 or something. It's just such a weird market. It's very similar to the quarterback yeah. market. Yeah. So, moving on to the next. <clears throat> yeah. What's up? You done with everything then? or? Oh, uh, the last one is to revamp the defensive scoring. Kind of balance it out to weight the points allowed better. Yeah. Um, I have been putting some research together on this. I'm not quite done, but okay. Uh, basically, basically waiting more to the points allowed. Yard, maybe factoring yards allowed. Um, changing something like sacks to tackles for loss. Hmm. So, any, so any tackle for loss is a half point rather than just, just sacks. Sack. Just, they're both the same. I mean, they're both as valuable. Right. Um, yeah, I mean it's a good one, defensive play. So yeah, I mean I yeah. can see that. Currently, 70% of our scoring is interception, fumbles, or sacks. 15% of the scoring is points allowed. 15% is touchdowns. Mm. 
Points allowed, yeah. Points, points allowed, allowed the big one, I think. Be, I think that has to be at least one-third of the scoring. Points allowed yeah, it, seems like, you know, I know it drops, you know, you give up, what, a touchdown, and you're down six points right away. And that right. seems like... The average team the average team puts up 22 points in okay. a game, and uh, that that's like, I think that's one point. Okay. Yeah, see that. Not, it might not even be one point. It might be. Uh, it might start getting towards negative at that point. Right. Yeah, and you I mean to have a you know a team say you you, know, you hold a team to two touchdowns. I mean that's a pretty good defensive effort. Not you know right. not, not a. I think two that point. counts for. I think that counts for uh, three or four points. Right. If someone's held to fourteen points. Yep. Yeah, that's one that I that I definitely would like to look into changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I got for the rules. Okay. All right, so we're on to the Super Bowl now, or what? Yeah, let's do the Super Bowl. All right. Or do you okay. want to do top ten keeps? We'll do that. Yeah. What do you want to do first? Let's I don't care. Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl? Super Bowl. All right, you got some music, Joe? Nope. No? No music for the right. Super Bowl. Fuck uh, you, Bill Belichick. <laughs> all right, how about things that you guys want to see in the Super Bowl? You guys... Did you do those, Chad? Did Did Joe give you that list? Uh, he sent that to me. I, I didn't really give it much thought. Um, I guess pertaining to the game, I would. I want to see points. I want to see a lot of points. I love these offenses. Yeah. Um, I want to see Hotlanta put pressure on Tommy, make him have to do a, a Tommy miracle comeback for his fifth Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think the same kind of thing for me. I said I want to see a lot of scoring. I do kind of want to see Brady win another one for some reason. And then the last thing I said was um, I want to see a post-Super Bowl snap from Tom Brady. I don't know if you know if he's on Snapchat, but I want to see him munching on that bunch. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay, pay for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, number three, I put I want two different kinds of buffalo chicken dip at the Super Bowl party that I go to. Oh, nice. That's what I'm requesting. I like that. So that's number three. What you got? Joe, you got anything? Uh, I want to see Aaron Andrews on sidelines. Ooh. I'm glad that the Fox team has the game this year. Love Buck and Aikman. And, uh, of course, I love Aaron Andrews. So. Yeah. You can see her naked without Trump, spending Trump. anything extra. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, I guess I don't really have anything for the game. I'm completely against the Patriots. I don't yeah. I don't like them at all. There's something I'd love about... to see how Atlanta win. I want to see uh, Samuel Jackson play Rise Up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'd be nice. We need some more memes. That's gonna be a good. Uh, that's gonna be a good uh, sound clip. Get that one, Joe. Yeah, there we go. Also, I want to see how many costume changes Lady Gaga does at halftime because you know she's pretty oh, weird yeah. and into that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I have could a be feeling quite the performance. Something weird is coming at halftime, don't you think? Someone's gotta be guesting besides Gaga her, so. is a big. Uh, she's a big Hillary supporter, so oh, really? I have a feeling some kind of something's going to come about something Some political statement. even though i think her concerts are bomb like i've seen uh, <laughs> clips from it i'm really happy lady gaga's a good choice uh, katie perry was a good choice because she brought on left shark oh yeah what about uh and those left and right tits of <laughs> yeah. hers too yeah those are nice what about did you guys uh what about prop bets did you do those chad your favorite prop bets no? i did not all right we'll what? run through some of ours i had a couple that i really yeah. liked yeah. All right, so the over is 59, and it's the highest Super Bowl over ever. The second one was the Saints-Colts at 56.5. So Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of points scored. So the squares are going to be lighting up. Oh, that was one thing that you, you said for square or about squares, right, for your Super Bowl, Jay? 
oh yeah, I uh, I want to make sh- or I want to see Chafe not win any more right. squares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The other one that I really liked was the coin toss. So apparently the Patriots call heads every time, and they are the visiting team, so they get to make the call. Um, they've called heads the last for the last two years every time they've had the opportunity, and it's six to one. So I like the Patriots with heads. Speaking of uh, the coin flip, and Chase, he is the guy they're on the coin flip with every year for the Super Bowl. Oh, so nice. I'm pretty excited for <laughs> so that one. Which, which way are you going to lean? I mean, I usually go tails never fails. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, another one that I really liked was, uh, what will Luke Bryant be wearing when he starts singing the national anthem? Blue jeans are one to two, and any other pant is three to two. Oh, yeah. And... I just, I mean, the first thought was, was, uh, would jeans be too casual for the national anthem? But then, uh, I think he has a brand to protect. He has to wear blue jeans. Yeah. Do you like the over or under on his, uh, anthem time? Oh, I heard, uh, cousin Sal likes the over, so I'm going to go with the over. What's the number? I think it was, uh, 156 or 159. That's that's what he has on YouTube. I think the, it's 209 is the over under. 209. And I could see him going under just because I can't see him really. 209 seems high. Hanging, like letting the notes, letting the notes go. really, yeah. Like, it'll be short and sweet and to the point. So. Hmm. Uh, under. Under. Let's see. One. Oh, this is a good one for uh, our NBA fans. Chad. So, who? Yeah, right. Who will have more uh, points, Isaiah Thomas or the Patriots? And Isaiah Thomas plays the Clippers at two p.m. Um, he's averaged what thirty three. He's going, January? yeah, he's scoring thirty something a game. So, give me Thomas. I I kind of like Isaiah Thomas too. And then uh, this one was kind of funny. Uh, will Houston? We have a problem. Be said on the TV uh, broadcast. It's a uh, five to two yes and uh, one to four no. Oh. I'm gonna say. Well, it depends on who who is on this. So it's Joe Buck and Aikman. I could see him so, saying that. No, I don't think. I don't think. I think uh, Buck's <laughs> avoiding the cliches now. I think he's taking a lot of abuse over the years yeah. on what he's saying. So yeah, I take. I think that one's a no. Here's another I'd one. I'd say no. Yeah, here's another one I saw was: Will the word lacrosse be said on TV during the broadcast? Yes is minus three hundred. No is plus two hundred. And that is because, uh, what's, what's his Chris name? Hogan. Chris Hogan was a lacrosse player. So I'm going to say that's probably, minus, probably mentioned. Minus 300, uh, yeah. so it's pretty heavy favorite to like be mentioned. Seven times yeah. Joe, Joe Buck's for sure going to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Any others? Uh, the other one was the color of the liquid poured on the winning coach. Mm-hmm. I went, I liked blue at 15 blue, to 2. Uh, the Patriots poured blue on Belichick when they won Super Bowl 48, so... I'm riding with blue, I think, there. I remember when Pete Carroll got douched. He got covered with, like, three different kinds. It was, it was, suicide. Yeah, it was suicide. suicide. Off the board. And so, yeah, it was off the board. So I don't know who took it, if it was the first one to make contact or what. Yeah. Uh, you guys got anything else? Just the anthem for me. Just the anthem. Will any player leave the Super Bowl with a concussion? Yes. Plus one thirty, no, minus one sixty. Oh, so it's Julian Edelman playing. Yes, interesting. I wonder if they have like a buffer, like if you have like a two day, like oh yeah, you ended up with a concussion. I wonder if it's just if anyone goes into protocol. Right. I'd say yes. There was a couple other prop bets that I saw that I actually liked. It was who will lead the game in receiving yards, and Julian Edelman was like eight to one, and I really liked that bet. 
a lot. Like that makes a lot. Of Eight sense. to one. Yeah, that was what it, he wasn't even the number one. What's Julio? Chance. How favorite is Malcolm, Julio? Probably. Malcolm right? Mitchell was a well. Yeah, Julio's number one on all players, but on the Patriots, they had Malcolm Mitchell above Julian Edelman as mm. more likely to catch a hundred yards. That seems silly. Uh huh. That's what I thought too. Who guys liking the game? I'm taking the Patriots. And our score? Uh, was it 59? So I'll go like 34-28. Patriots. 31-28, Atlanta. Uh, I'll go Patriots 31-21 so I can cash in on those squares. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even looked at my numbers yet. Chet. I want the Dirty Birds to win, but I got 33-27 Pats. We're all pretty close there. Um, so you want to go back to the league now? Yeah, go. Let's do the league. Right. That would be part one. Oh, yeah. So real quickly, we're gonna go through the top ten assets for 2017 in the Butt Pirate League. We made a little quick list here, just based on uh, what's left, the contracts and everything. We'll go through. These I think real you quick. and you and Chad are gonna go back and forth on this rapid fire. Oh. Huh? oh. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna debate this. <laughs> All right, so for number ten, I have a little sleeper here: Devonte Adams as a one dollar keeper for Wendell as my number ten. Uh, four years under that contract. <laughs> yeah, it's it's risky. I know. I see the fart noise. Jay's been there. And it could turn out being good. It could uh, turn out to be bad. He has bad hands, but he had good hands this season. So I don't know what to expect from him. What do you what do you got as number ten, Chad? I got uh, Michael Thomas Ooh. for Joey. I know who that guy is. <laughs> Seven bucks, nine bucks, eleven bucks, fourteen bucks the next four years. The only question is, how long is Breezy gonna be there? Yep. And that's what I was expecting right before the podcast. I was taking a look at his contract. He's got guaranteed money through 2018. So I'm thinking Drew Brees plays two more seasons at the most. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, is if they can keep him upright, he's there through his contract for sure. He's so little. If he gets hit hard, like I feel like he could die, but he never gets hit hard. He's kind of like Peyton Manning, where he's been able to get rid of the ball before the pass rush quite gets to him. Yeah, I agree. I have I have Michael Thomas as my number nine. So who you have as number nine? Uh, my number nine is who do I have here? Ant Brown. Um, obviously, an elite player. Um, he's. I think his consistency has been ridiculous. I think four years in a row he's been in the top ten overall fantasy players. Um, the only thing that keeps him down there is fifty-four bucks expiring deal after this year. Yep. He's another uh, guy that doesn't really get hit that hard, like except for Devontae's perfect yeah, uh, from last year. He really, <laughs> he's really good at getting down at the right time. Yeah. Kind of like Marvin Harrison back in the day. Yep. Do you think Buzz will try to move him? Yep. I think he, I think he has to. Yeah, he has uh, to. Let's see. He's got one twelve. So if he keeps OBJ, it's one hundred two. Uh, what did I say? Antonio's. If he doesn't do that, yeah. he's gonna have to have one hell of a draft to have a chance. You know what I mean? Because he's not really right. gonna yeah, have. Yeah, he's gonna be. What's he have? One twenty-five for the next season, so he really can't make, can't make any mid-season moves. He's not gonna have elite money. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Because I mean, he he will be uh, a lot more sought after after the draft when everyone has those budgets open up. Yep. 
So does he does he just take the hit on his draft money for this draft and take the huge reward later, or does he sell him pre-draft? Yeah, well, some to, some for uh, him to go over there. What, I got number eight, uh, Le'Veon Bell for a $22 keeper. It's only a one-year contract, but it's $22 for the best running back in the league. Yeah. He's going to be looking for another contract because he's going to be on the franchise tag, I'm assuming, so... He's got a lot of incentive to come out, stay healthy. Not smoke up, weed. Yeah, put up some monster numbers. Well, he's yeah. doing that right now. Right. He's just, he needs to go through a better uh, <laughs> piss provider or yeah. whatever. He needs a better wizenator. The, the wizenator, yeah. <laughs> Call up Ontario. Uh, number eight for me. <laughs> number eight for me is Dougie Baldwin. Uh, 90's got him for 5, 10, and 15 the next three years. Um, That's pretty nice. He's just quietly efficient every year. Yeah. Uh, at least the last two years he's been really efficient uh, and if they can give they can get some uh, protection for Russ his numbers could take another leap agree uh, my number seven I have Jordy Nelson which I don't feel so good about after seeing him play this season he didn't he looked okay but he really never got that elite separation that he's been getting yeah. his whole career like basically I think that was one of the issues that Green Bay has had the past couple seasons is thank you they don't have a number one wide receiver that can create separation. He got it against the Bears. He uh, did, week 16, but it, right? it reminds me of when uh, <laughs> Rodgers starts scrambling around, and I always think that's why Jordy gets open, but I don't know. Yeah. Could it's just be, could just be biased. Could just be biased. Yeah. Rodgers can buy so much time, and you can be slow. and. Well, you can buy a lot of time when your linemen are just holding seconds. on to the defensive linemen. It's pretty easy. <laughs> I agree. I um, I got Jordy a little higher, but I think I think. Um, Who would you feel you know, better with on your team next year, Devontae or Jordy? Jordy. You feel that much more confident? Um, How much more would yeah, you even, pay for him now? Like not much, not a lot. Like twenty bucks more? Would you pay that much? Twenty or thirty? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're a little different on that. I, nice I mean, to know later. <laughs> but certainly, think Rogers Jordy's the better asset. Oh, Rogers is yeah. white power. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> So that was your number seven, Joey? Uh, yep, number seven. Number seven for me, Mike Evans. 23 and 30 the next two years for Jay. That's some disrespect, um, Jay, don't you think? <laughs> I think uh, this year was a big product of him being the only guy there. Uh, it was him and Cameron Brait. I think they go get another weapon next to him. Um, and I think his target volume takes a tad, tad bit of a hit. He's still a monster, which is why he's still on my top ten, number seven. And he's got two years left. So, um, Otherwise, he'd be higher if I didn't have those doubts. He's a big-time receiver. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, like you said, they're going to go out and get someone. Maybe that kid from Washington, John Ross, he looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, but maybe he'll be more efficient next year uh, with his targets, so it'll all hopefully balance out and he'll still be a top-five guy. I know I've seen at least a couple of mock drafts that have Tampa Bay taking a wide receiver in the first round, which I don't agree with. I don't think that's right, but I don't know. I also am not a drafting expert, unless you follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you have been just tweeting like a oh, madman, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost up to 2,000 followers, so look out. <laughs> For my number six, I got Dougie Baldwin. I love Doug Baldwin. I wish Knighty would trade him to me for a reasonable price. <laughs> but he won't. 
So five dollars, three year contract. I think I think Baldwin's top ten wide receiver in my mind, but I'm also a little higher than most people on him. So that was my number six. Oh look, I could have had Ryan Anderson in my lineup tonight instead. I went with Tyreek Evans who got a zero. Tyreek got a zero, did he not play or what? Yep, DNP. Uh, didn't check my lineup in time and Ryan Anderson's going off on the game we're watching right now. Are you so. gonna win another one, Chad? <laughs> we'll cut this I don't in. know, we'll I haven't looked since earlier. I was down. <laughs> we'll All right, it, number we'll six. We'll edit this out. <laughs> number six for me is Jordy. Um uh, 13, 15, and 20 for Jeremy. We already touched on him a little bit. Uh, some concerns for me is his age. He did look like his skills were declining some. Um, but I think I mentioned this before. He's a guy that I wouldn't want to discount because of age. He reminds me a lot in production-wise how Larry Fitz has been. Um, just keeps doing it, and I think he'll just keep doing it. My number five is Jay Ajayi. So Byron has Jay Ajayi as an $8 keeper. He's still got three years left on that contract, too. I love me some Adam Gase offense. I think that yeah. guy is the real deal. And I want to have his running back because every year he's come out, he hasn't even had that great of talent at running back, and he always seems to get a guy. He puts them in the position to produce. So I love Jay Ajayi for the next three seasons for Byron, under $20. I love him, too. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I have Ajaya as well, 8, 10, and 15 for the next three years. Um, yeah, I think I think his production kind of dipped at the end because their, their line just went into shambles. They had so many injuries. Um, they have no guards line, on that team either. When his line was healthy, he was an animal. Um, yeah. Not much more I got to say about him. He's he's a hell of a keeper. My number four is Mike Evans. So I think Mike Evans is top three wide receiver in the league, maybe four, three or four. He's right there with uh, – I think he's in the same class with Dez, Julio, even though Dez isn't even in that class anymore. I think I kind of lowered him off. But he's up there with Julio and those guys, Antonio Brown. Yep. Jay got a nice price on him. Wish I could have gotten him, but I was complaining. Go ahead. Number four, Jay, or uh, Chad. Number four for me is uh, Jordan Howard for Chafe. He's got him at uh, 7, 9, 11, and 14 for the next four years. That's super cheap. Um, he, he's on the verge of being one of those cheap elite keeps similar to OBJ, DJ2K. Uh, the only thing that keeps me from putting him in that category is the uncertainty with his receiving game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the only part of his game he needs to shore up to be a complete back. And there's a lot up in the air with the quarterback situation in Chicago. Um, you know, how's he going to met? Wouldn't you say that uh, Jeremy Langford is kind of the third down back at least in Chicago I don't know it's kind of hard to put yeah, that label on him probably I think there's no doubt Howard's better than him and uh-huh. if he can show if he can show he's a complete three down back they will put him on the field like they do like Steelers do with Le'Veon or right. Cardinals do with DJ2K that you just won't take him off the field mm-hmm. all right uh, number three for me is Odell Beckham Jr. So he's only got two more years on that contract. That's why he's not number two. Uh, I actually put Jordan Howard as my number two. I'm a little, I'm high on him. I think he's really good. I think he's 
kind of a little less than what Adrian Peterson was at this point in his career. I just, I think when I see them run, he's got a very similar style where they kind of crouch when they run through. What is that? What does Chris Harris always say where it looks like he's taking a shit through the hole or something? <laughs> but yeah, he, he just looks naturally like a running back. He just looks good out there when he's running. So I had powered it to Odell Beckham at three. Go ahead, Phil. Uh Number three for me is Le'Veon. Uh, he does only have one year left. Uh, it's 22 bucks which is a steep discount for him. Yeah. Uh, he's just he's an incredible advantage in your lineup. Uh, he sucks yeah, at I mean, rapping, though. <laughs> That's the only thing he is, I, is bad at, is rapping. I guess I've never heard him rap. Oh, check out, check out. He just dropped a single, uh, what's it, Shrimp, <laughs> Shrimp Bayless. Yeah. That's what he called it. Shrimp Bayless. It's a, huh? it's a diss track about Skip Bayless. It's terrible. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to check it out. It sounds awesome. Uh, so yeah, number two for you, Jordan Howard. So who's your number two? Oh, you had it. Okay, yeah. o- OBJ, uh, ten and fifteen for Buzz. Um, there's no doubt in his ability anymore. The guy's an animal. Yeah, he's done. Uh, and he seems, and he seems to have a trend of getting stronger as the season goes. So um, that's usually good for making a playoff push. And Buzz still owns him for cheap. So it looks like we have number one the same. DJ2K for $8, three years. Congrats, Nighty, on spotting that out. I was questioning it coming into this season, but he's proven that he is definitely, without a doubt, a top three running back in the league. Oh, yeah. Yep, easily. Yeah, I think there's a no-brainer. He's the number one asset in our league. Um, I wish I had had it still on record, but when Nighty and I were negotiating the – D-Hop, Le'Veon, mega deal last year. I kept trying to get DJ2K from him, and this is pretty much before he even had any big games. Um, And I can't remember the exact number he wanted to get him from, but in hindsight, it was it was nothing. Yeah, Uh, I would have paid. I would have paid whatever at that point. But that's how I feel about the uh, trade last year between you and RJ. Should have gave you top five. But that's the fun of the league, right? Exactly. In one in one year, a guy like that can become the top asset in our league. Yep, for sure. That's why uh, it's fun, for sure. Um, only other thing I had was, uh, Chad, you did play the game last time, but you did not beat Chafe. I can't remember what your score was. Chafe is the winner of season two. Yeah. Uh, I think I did finish second, right? Yeah, I think like you did. I think you were on. Chafe had 33, I yeah. Think. So Chafe is the winner of the pod game. Chafe, you get to pick your choice of a China boy, and I will bring it to you yeah. on the draft. Yeah. So, Double XL. <laughs> yeah. Which, just send me which one you want, which style, who, what jersey, and hopefully it's one of your keepers. Jordan Do Howard. a cut. He, Get him a custom Monqueef. Oh, jersey. yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> or, really how about uh, like uh, a nice square guru on the back yeah, or something? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got. You guys got anything else? No. No? Uh, I've yet to reveal the uh, all-time cum rankings because we oh. got uh, the old podcast got destroyed. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll run through these verbally. I'll throw them up on the chat after okay. the pod goes up. Yep. Um, 
but basically I just went back and re-ran all the come rankings through all five years and it kind of came out into five different tiers uh, so I'll start at the back end tier five is Jason in 16th Rick 15th both under a 400 win percentage Tier 4 is Jay 14th, Wiggs 13th, Jake 12th. Um, that sounds like a party, those two right there. <laughs> <laughs> around a 450 winning percentage. And then better. Tier 3 is a two-man show, Big Dog and Jay, oh, both just boys. under 500. <laughs> and then Tier 2, we got uh, all these are in the low, just over 500. Byron, ninth, Jeremy, eighth, Jared, seventh, Greg, sixth. And then there's kind of a clear-cut tier one here, jumped up a little bit to um, Sam in fifth at a 550 winning percentage. Me just above that at fourth. Randy, third. Joe, second. And then Nighty is in the top spot with his all his all-time – his all-time come uh, wow. record boost him to the top spot this year. Because uh, otherwise, he has finished outside the top ten, or outside, uh, yeah, outside the top ten three of the five years. Who would have ever guessed Dapoon Liquor would lead and come? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have ever guessed that? Exactly what we needed to stroke his ego yeah. more. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, another, another note that was impressive here was Joey has – for the top five year or for the five years, he is a top five finish. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. And then uh, just quickly, I did top and bottom ten of all time. Um, the bottom ten, just a couple notes here. Randy's winless year still sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> I did my uh, conditional formatting. It's like a deep red, everyone else's pink in the top ten. <laughs> he had a .097 win percentage that year. Uh, I'm so happy that the penalty of buying a Patron bottle has completely shifted the dynamic of the league, how <laughs> Rick actually made moves to not be butt-pired. I love that. Yeah. That actually happened, and that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted the rule to do. And I just really like that that's what's happening, where people really don't want to be butt-pired. It's not good. It's not a good time. Uh, you don't look forward to it, and I think it's it's the perfect penalty right now. Maybe a little bit more, but we'll just maybe yeah. make them – I like the idea of making someone run through some kind of course or something with their clothes on, too. We don't have to be – We kept talking about that. 90. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Buttermilk doing naked laps at finals. <laughs> uh, Punishment for us. Did, more uh, than <laughs> one more note on the bottom ten here. We had two, two 2016 people join it. It was Rick and Wiggs. They jumped into the top five for at three and four spots. Yeah. Um, there, Byron just missed the bottom ten. He's eleventh all time. 11th lowest all-time with his uh, 2016 finish. But uh, let's move to the top 10 all-time. We already mentioned Knighty took over the top spot. Before that was Randy in his Bronco uh, super team in 2013 had the top spot. 
<laughs> Super team. Um, one thing to note here is four guys total from this year joined the top ten all time. Damn. Jeremy jumped to seventh. Sam eight, even though he missed the playoffs. Randy nine. And uh, I think that's all. One other note on Sammy. He, he is the second guy to join the top ten list and miss the playoffs. Randy in 2012. Yeah. He is the fifth highest win percentage all time missed the playoffs. Uh, but that's all I got for that. All right. Uh, I'll throw so those up on the yeah, screen. You can throw up uh, and then your uh, Google Doc. Hopefully Wiggs is able to participate in that. And uh, we can do some voting. <laughs> Keep, uh, the group chat's been really died down since. Uh, hopefully, let's Super Bowl. Let's try to pick it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I like to see some nighty memes or gifts we'll or to, uh, something. You guys got to Are you guys doing the combine this year? Uh, I don't know. Fuck the combine. Nah. Joe <laughs> might go <laughs> solo. It changed. It changed this year. So supposedly, I don't think we're actually going to be able to watch the players go through workouts, oh, which we is the whole yeah, no. which is the whole reason. And I think it's more like where you're going to get the fan experience, where you got to do the pictures and run through the drills and. I'm not interested in any physical activity. I just want to get prepared for the fantasy season, but whatever. Yeah, so anybody can get tickets. I'll send that link out maybe. I don't know if you guys give a fuck. But. So, yeah, I think it could be a, a few slow weeks on the group me, but yeah. uh, that the Combine's the last week, or I think it's uh, first week of March, and then free agency, which is always a fun time to speculate. Yeah, uh, I think begins March, March 7th. Yep. That's when they can start negotiating, and then March 9th they start signing guys. NBA All Star uh, weekend in two weeks as well, so maybe we'll have you on the pod scene. You're the DFS guru and talk yeah. a little b-ball. <laughs> okay, just killing it. Yeah, we need to do. Let's do a All Star NBA pod. Yeah. All right, book it. So maybe we'll see you in a couple weeks then. All right. All right, fellas. Cool. I man. enjoyed it. It was yep. fun to run it back. Hopefully uh, everything worked out. Looks like it did so far, but, you know, everything looked fine last time. So we'll see what happens. All right, boys. All right. All right. Take it easy, man. See you. Ready? Oh, you can play it, man. It's still playing. What did you say, Oh, shit. Pirate life for me.